Welcome to the Suburbs. I'm Kim. I'm Juice. And, and this, this is Suburban, Suburban Pod. Pod. We're just two bougie Negroes trying to figure out how to express our blackness in white spaces. Follow us on Twitter at Suburban Pod. And follow us on Instagram at Sub underscore Urban Pod. All right, enjoy. bitch like i'm hot poor rich on my papa bear shit Ooh, bars <laughs> louisiana yo we have a lot to cover which is cool do we we have a lot to cover <laughs> uh so well, first things first you are back from california dreaming yes i am so how did that go? It was pretty damn lit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Literally and figuratively. Mm-mm-mm. I ate so much food. All the food there, I'm just convinced, is just like, it must be a law that the food has to be good. Because nothing disappointed me. It's probably <clears throat> because it's, it's almost like a... Steel sharpens steel, so everybody has to like compete with each other. So. I swear to God, nothing like everything. Everything was good. Everything. <laughs> everything. Everything. Um, the food was good. The experience was good. We did a lot more this time than I did the last time we went. Um, the concert was bomb. Yeah, I was jealous of your your picture. I mean, your videos. Bruh, I was jealous. The energy was just on a thousand. Like, I already expect for the energy at, at her concerts to be super high. But her and Jay-Z together, that, there was more men at Beyonce concert than I have ever seen in my life. Straight men. It's because it's, it's a seven <clears throat> now to like completely stand out and be a cisgendered male. <laughs> I guess I'm part of the beehive. You got a problem, bitch? <laughs> I think her, her appeal lately has been more, um, I guess, okay for men to like her now because she's a little bit more cutthroat. Yeah, and, but also she's at that. She's at that top tier status yeah icon it's it's like she's number one her bad bitchness is not to be mistaken Mm -hmm. was now for on the run one one of the uh main things you would hear the only negative that you would hear is that people were not there for jay-z's set like people were kind of like, kind of like on the still. Um, I'm a Beyonce fan. I'm not Jay Z fan. Or it was obvious that they weren't old school Jay Z heads. Was everybody like singing along to the songs? Absolutely. That's what's up. 
because he sang a wolf i mean obviously he sang all his classics but that like i remember bomani jones went to i think on the run the first one and he was saying jay-z performed you don't know and nobody knew the words mm. and it's like that's blasphemy Maybe he learned his lesson because he didn't really he didn't go back that far like he, he did didn't do deep album cuts I guess <clears throat> no he did like ninety nine problems big pimping he did song cry um what Sorry, else did he do he stuck with the hits he did beaches better of course it was so it was like so lit how he did it because of course like that show everything is like boom 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 like there's no time to breathe no time to blink so. He just kind of like flowed into Beaches Better and like everybody got lit. But of course, by the time everybody got lit, it was over. (laughs) So he was like, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Now that y'all know what's going on, we're going to start this shit over and everybody going to get crunk on time. So he did. He ended up doing it twice. And um, that shit was just extra lit. Like, I just I just don't understand those two humans their talent and execution and I gotta find me a Virgo so we can recreate (laughs) (laughs) right Jay-Z is a Sag um yeah our our season's coming up Sholia um Um, it was just a good time like I I would love to live in Cali but that shit is just way too expensive I have I've never been to California but I've always wanted to go, of course. Um, it just makes you feel like my mind just feels clear out there. And I don't know if it's because the weather or because it just feels cleaner. It probably is cleaner. <laughs> I, I can't, I just can't explain it, you know. Um. Yeah, I definitely, I'm definitely jealous of your experience this weekend <laughs> because I was uh, stuck at home watching all the bullshit happening in the world. Watch the world burn. I wasn't paying attention to none of that. Uh, I guess we should start off light. Well, this isn't light, really. This is how crazy the fucking week has been. Uh, did you? Uh, first off, it's a uh, spooky season. <laughs> Shout out to all the Halloween fans. Right now. Some real life spooky shit happened the other day when Lindsay Lohan decided that she was going to uh, try to abduct a, a child. You didn't see that? No. Yeah. When I tell you I wasn't paying attention to shit. Like she did it some, on some big bad wolf bullshit. I did not see that. <laughs> uh, so she was somewhere. And then uh, with some Syrian refugees. I'm assuming they were Syrian refugees. But they were homeless. It was a mom a father and two children and Lindsay Lohan decided that she was gonna see if they were child traffickers so being the sleuth that she is <laughs> she asked them were they child traffickers and they were like trying to get away from her oh wow this bitch is following them down the street and shit recording and the mom gets tired of it cause Lindsay Lohan is trying to like at this point, trying to like pull the kid away, mm-hmm. and like, so if you don't speak her language, you're like, What the fuck is this bitch doing? Yeah, 
So the mom just pulled off and slapped the fuck out of her. Wow. Because <laughs> it's crazy. Poor Lindsay. No, nah, fuck that bitch. She done got out of our hair and then made her entrance in the worst way. But yeah, she's on some uh, Hansel and Gretel bullshit. <laughs> Why did my homie just tell me about the quesarito at Chipotle? What about it? I didn't know that it was a thing. I've never had Chipotle. What? Because every time I wanted to go, they had like that salmonella outbreak and Um, shit like that. And I was like, yeah, not going to be able to do it. Apparently, they make your burrito out of a a quesadilla. Wow, why did I just say it like fucking Napoleon Dynamite? A quesadilla. Every time I read it, I, I read it in Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> Yo, I was quesadilla. The episode last week, you sounded bad country for some reason. Did I? Your accent was thick as fuck. Wow, I normally don't have an accent. I know, I was just like, damn, we really are from Alabama. I bet people don't even believe that shit most of the time. I listened last night, I didn't, I didn't hear it. But yeah. Look at this shit. We're just gonna share photos. <laughs> oh, she's thirty two. That's an old thirty two. Why is she talking like that, bro? please help yo talk about freaky friday (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so Lindsay lohan has one full disney villain and is out here trying to uh take kids so hide your kids hide your Hide your wife Lindsay Lohan to snatch it up everybody speaking of Huntsville yo we should try to get Antoine Dobson for (laughs) apparently he out here doing advertisements (laughs) for hide homes a a lot of things have changed uh, clearly nigga um so we got Lindsay Lohan kidnapping kids we got uh the Kavanaugh circus still going on. Yeah. What's the updates on that? Yo, man. I saw a clip of like a woman going up to him like before he got in the elevator. Oh, no, that was Jeff Flake. That woman was because Jeff Flake is retiring from Congress. Oh. I mean, from the Senate. And he's a Republican and he's been distancing himself from Trump lately. So they were uh, confronting him, and that, that lady was like, "Tell me that I don't matter." Yeah, and he was shook. <laughs> and now he's saying that I don't think he's gonna vote for him. Hmm. So it is what it is, man. Um, I definitely believe uh, Doctor Ford because. Yeah, you don't just go through all this bullshit. You don't just uh, work your whole life to throw it away at 50. 
Because I literally don't know what's happening in the world this this week. <laughs> I know. Yo, all right. Fuck Kanye West. Like, bro, if you listened last week, some of that stuff didn't age that well. <laughs> and I was kind of on the fence and like, oh, let's give Kanye a shot. Like, nah. Um, he has been running wild. Mm-hmm. He is definitely manic. And it's not even about the whole, my whole beef isn't the, the MAGA hat. All right. Let me not lie. I do look at the MAGA hat as the Bonner Confederate flag. Yeah. When I see that hat, I'm like, yo. Yeah. I mean, cause we all know that make America great again is make America white again. So. Yeah. And make America manly again and all the all the uh people who have been at the top of the food chain for so long um Kanye's playing with stuff you can't play with um he the SNL shit was a disaster in itself but I knew that shit was gonna be a fucking disaster when they said he was gonna be there my whole thing was the next day when he got on that private airplane and was uh, he posted that tweet and he was saying that this hat represents uh, America starting to build again factories and everything and then he got to the point where he said uh, and we're gonna have jobs for the people that are in jail once they are released um, and we need to abolish the 13th amendment when I saw that, the history nerd to me was like, no, the fuck we don't. <laughs> like, uh, oh. Excuse me? <laughs> like, uh, no. And, of course, he let that shit sit for a minute, and then he tried to come back and be like, well, I was talking about part of it. We need to uh, amend the 13th Amendment and change some of the things. Referring to the second part of the 13th Amendment, which says this. All right. I'm sorry. Let me go back. I'm getting excited. <laughs> 13th Amendment abolished slavery in the United States of America. Mm-hmm. So, uh, in the first part of it, it abolishes slavery thoroughly. The second part says slavery can only be used as um, if somebody has committed a crime or something. Mm-hmm. Pretty much making our, our modern criminal justice system if Kanye has said we need to uh, take out the second part of that amendment or something like that <clears throat> then I would be like okay we can talk about that because people have brought that up mm-hmm. Kanye didn't say that because Kanye just be saying words thinking that they don't have actual meaning yeah. when you say abolish the 13th amendment I'm going to hold that against I mean I'm going to hold you to that Yeah, and it's people that were retweeting that who weren't talking about getting rid of the second part. Yeah. Who weren't talking about mass incarceration and things like that. Mm. They were talking about, yeah, let's get rid of the fucking 13th amendment. Right. 
They're already talking about getting rid of the 14th Amendment. What's the 14th Amendment? It made it where you're a citizen if you were born in this country. Oh. By, uh, by birth. They did that because people didn't know if slaves were going to be citizens. So they passed the 14th Amendment giving former slave citizenship. Now they're trying to talk about ending the 14th Amendment. This shit is a slippery fucking slope. Yeah. Yeah. Kanye keep playing with this bullshit, trying to get likes because he's these people are making him feel important, like he's leading the black community. Fuck that motherfucker. Like, yo, it's I'm done. <laughs> I am fucking done. Today, October second, twenty thousand. I have been a Kanye stand since I heard through the wire. I stood by with all this other bullshit and I might have been fucking stupid. For even giving him a fucking shot after the fucking slavery thing. Fuck all that other shit, man. Fuck Kanye. Like, I'm mad as fuck, bro. (laughs) R.I.P. Like, yo. What the fuck? And you're doing all this shit. And nobody's holding you accountable. And then your stupid ass fucking wife is out here fucking saying, you know what I mean? He's a free thinker. No, the fuck he's not. Free thinkers think within certain realms and understand systems and words. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> I thought your dumbass fucking husband was a fucking writer and would fucking know the difference between abolish and change something. Right. Abolish and amend. Right. What you know how fucking stupid a black man looks wearing a MAGA hat saying he needs to get rid of the thirteenth Amendment? She don't care. All she knows is she is getting good black dick every now and then. And that's all she's ever cared about. She got her mixed kids. She got her money. She don't got to care what this nigga doing in the public. (laughs) He just needs to go away, man. Like, just go away. He needs some real help for a long time. He needs supervision. But you know he ain't going to do it. uh, No, he's never going to do it. They're not going to really think about getting him into a facility for a while until he becomes suicidal. And that's normally how bipolar. That's what happened the last time when they put him in the hospital. We had that breakdown on stage and then he thought people were trying to kill him. Yeah. That motherfucker was in the fucking hospital for almost a month. That shit ain't fucking normal. But yo, whatever it is. I ain't listening to this fucking album. It's coming, and now he pushed the album back. It's coming out the day before my fucking birthday, so he's gonna ruin my fucking birthday. Fuck that dude. Like, man, I don't know. Once again, R.I.P. Yo, it's like that. It's like I'm the, one of the greatest movies of all time, Dark Knight. Die and be a hero or live long enough to see yourself become a villain. Mm. Which is also Jay-Z also took. But yeah. Like what's what's the point, man? Like, this misinformation. You already get misinformation from fucking a whole administration. Now you have an agent passing on that information and doing it because people like him. Like, some people like him, they ain't never gonna buy his shit. <laughs> these, old, these old white dudes he's trying to dress, they ain't gonna buy his shit. Yeah. 
never ever will they all they all they know is he's a black man that's well known he's leading the charge and so that makes them feel like oh we got this really popular black dude on our side it looks like we like black people right (laughs) and eh, that ain't true Second of all, I'll never forgive Kanye West for introducing us to that ugly-ass bitch, Candace Owen, <laughs> who, after celebrities, white celebrities, started speaking out saying how fucking stupid Kanye fucking looked, including Chris Evans, who read the fuck out of Kanye. Chris Evans? As in? Captain America? Oh, that's my husband. Okay, continue. I might have uh, become a stan of Chris Evans after what happened. <laughs> He read the fuck out of you. Yes. Let me see. Let me pull this up. Come on, bae. And also, Lana Del Rey came through with the with uh, the righteousness. Damn, I thought she'd be like too high and depressed. She came down for <laughs> She came down to speak for the rest of us. I never got into her music. Really? I, th- I think you would like it. Yeah, it was all too like it all sounded the same after too a while. Eerie. Too sad, too too much. <laughs> okay. So this is what Chris Evans said. There's nothing more maddening than debating someone who doesn't know history, doesn't read books, and frames their myop my, don't know how to say this word. Myopia as virtue. Myopia. That's how you said. <laughs> the levels of unapologetic conjecture I've encountered lately isn't just frustrating, it's retrogressive, unprecedented, and absolutely terrifying. Yes, for the big words. Exactly. I was like, all right, this nigga read books. <laughs> <laughs> he so, knows some shit. <laughs> so Chris Evans said that and this ugly ass bitch came his own said that that he pretty much just called Kanye a nigger. What? Don't try to use the race card when you say everybody else is using a race card. Especially as a black woman. You dumb bitch. What the fuck? (laughs) What the fuck? No, he did not basically call Kanye a nigger. He basically called anybody out for being stupid and biased and and unwilling to learn and unwilling to open their minds to real shit that that's not what i don't know like what what, what was even her end game in 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 doing that i guess she thought that she was gonna get concerned. you know a hit dog will holler she felt like she was hit that's what it was but if you look at her from in comments you'll see that other conservatives were like ah no because they don't ever believe the race card is proper should we ever properly be used oh man we're at a point now where people are just selling out just for clout so stupid like for nothing why do people care so much about that kind of shit i just don't and you know she already a fraud because they had already proven that she was a Democrat up to two three years ago, and she just had an awakening. No, she saw she could have fucking money. It, like believe me, if I really wanted to do that shit, I could do it. 
I could sell you on the ideals of black conservatism. Right. Anybody could. It doesn't take fucking skill. Especially if you have shown that you don't have a level of intelligence to actually do it. Mm-hmm. In which time and time again, she has shown that she don't know. Shit. That's, and Kanye thinks she's smart because she can use a couple big words and his dumb ass self who has said he doesn't read books and he is a proud non-reader which at the time I thought was just hilarious because I mean it's funny as hell that somebody would actually think that that was a good thing but when you're out here spreading misinformation it's not a good thing and I'm done yeah it's just too exhausting to keep trying to figure out like when did all this shit start happening it's just been like a a fire that keeps getting bigger and I don't know <clears throat> I don't know like I'm, I'm just tired of all this shit I want to say honestly we saw Kanye's first manic episode when he took the mic from Taylor Swift Oh, it was before that. You remember when his first year, I think it was the MTV Awards. He was up for awards and he didn't win anything. They said he had a complete tantrum backstage. I remember that. And then the first Grammys, uh, when he won his first Grammy, he said, everybody wanted to know what I would do if I didn't win. I guess we'll never know. Yeah, I remember that. That was in, what, 04? Yeah, that's that's back when I hated him because he was so fucking arrogant. He could back it up now. He could back it up, but I just I didn't like that. I just I don't like that from anybody. That's the weird thing. I usually don't like it from (laughs) anybody, but like his music was so different. And then he could actually stand up then and say that he was at the forefront of culture because he was at the forefront of culture. Now, he's been surpassed, and he doesn't know how to adjust. And he's still outspoken. (laughs) About nothing, though. Back then, he was standing up for, against homophobia and racism. Now, he's just having tantrums because people don't think he's as genius as he once was. Or as black as he once was. Which one? <laughs> He's still black. Where is his family at though? Like he ain't got no other family. He ain't got no cousins. Nobody that could just reach out and be like, "Hey, fam." His dad was a fucking black panther. Yeah, but his dad's sick too. I didn't know that. Sick how? I think he has cancer. I'm not mistaken. Damn. But yeah. Fucking yeah, I'm done. I guess if LeBron comes out as an alt writer, I'm just gonna fucking quit, man. I'm just not. I'm not looking up to anybody else no more. Have you been watching his show, The Shop? Uh, I've watched clips of it. I think I watched the first episode. It was pretty dope. It's you really should watch good. it. He's very good, and he, he has. See, that's somebody who builds a, has built a collective of people that can incubate and help 
Mm-hmm. And they all have a, like similar goals to where they're going to change culture. Yeah. Like it was, I was surprised at the the people that he had in the group for the show. Like it was uh, John Stewart, Draymond Green. Um, what? Draymond. I yeah. say Draymond. Fuck Draymond. That's stupid. It's his name. It's stupid. <laughs> wow. I don't give a damn. Somebody is bougie. Um, <laughs> Odell Beckham Jr. So, yeah, he had one. Maverick Carter, the guy who was to the right of him or whatever, is his uh, like his best friend slash business partner. Mm. Like he, um, once he got to when he got signed, his, when he signed his Nike deal, he made sure that his friend Maverick got a job with Nike. Maverick went and learned the business, and he also learned how to be an agent and stuff with uh, his friend Rich. Like, LeBron got his people in key positions and then they started their own company after they had learned the business. That's, That's how, how you, do, you it. do it. That is how you do it. But, um, yeah. It's a pretty cool show. They had done, they had done them like two years ago. Like, during the off season. Mm-hmm. Like LeBron always does interesting stuff like that. I like the way his brain works. Like as far as just messaging and stuff all together. Mm-hmm. Don't disappoint me, LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take this. Say a prayer. Say a prayer. When it all falls down. <laughs> Canceled one of my faves this week and another one of my faves dropped an album. Mr. Carter. Hey, Mr. Carter. I am him. <laughs> Tell me how have you been? <laughs> um. So Cardi Five finally came out, and it's, it's mixed reviews. But for the most part, I think everybody's pretty happy. Like I, I was super happy. Just the fact that it was kind of like, all right, you saw that he won the his release from Baby. He got his head straight now. Mm-hmm. He's not drugged out and shit. He actually looks happy. Mm-hmm. You see him posting shit with his kids and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he finally released the album that we've been waiting five years for. Has it been that long? I think Carter Four came out in 2013. It's been a while. Damn. I didn't realize it had been so long. So, um, it's 23 tracks, which... I think it's a little too long. It's, yeah. But, uh, I mean, he had a lot of, he had hundreds of tracks, like, stored. Yeah. So, I think he wanted to make sure the fans got their money's worth. Um, first takeaways, I'm only listening to a couple times, like, throughout. Um, first, his mama talking about him in that first intro. In the intro. Had a nigger in his tears. Yeah. She was 
She was balling. The fact that he had so many close people to him on the album was also really dope. He had his mom on the intro and the outro. Um, he had Re- uh, Regine. Or how do you say it? Regine. Yeah, Regine, uh singing on one of his songs. Not the best, but hey, that's his little girl. <laughs> and it still is dope to see that she's grown up now. And now she's on somewhere that he had. Now she dating YFN. Lucci. How old is that nigga? Mm-hmm. Old in the face. Does he? <laughs> but anyway, uh, he also had Nivea. Who's you know making a stir lately? His one of his baby one of his baby mamas. Um, did you see her BET thing? Mm -mm. Um, Where she was talking about her career and stuff. Kind of bitter, but hey, it's fine. It's it is what it is. This industry can make you uh bitter and stuff. But um, so he had her on there, and uh, he had a couple other guest artists. Um. He, I don't know how some how old some of these tracks are. They got to be five, six years old for some of them. But he was going in. Like, he was rapping hard. The last one I listened to was Dark Side of the Moon. How'd you feel about that one? I actually really like this one. <clears throat> Nikki sounds pretty good singing in this one, which I normally don't like when she sings. She might need to switch it up and start singing. She might. Um, or do the Drake and be a rap singer. A sing-songy type rapper. <laughs> Did you listen to Mona Lisa? I didn't get to Mona Lisa. <gasps> oh, you gotta listen to Mona Lisa. Him and Kendrick. Snap. I, the first couple that I listened to, I just wasn't all the way. It was a warm-up. It took a warm-up to get to it. But what track is Uproar? The fourth one. When Upward came on, it was like, oh, okay. This shit is dope. That one I liked. I didn't like the one with XXX. I didn't like that one. It's so creepy to hear him knowing that he's dead. Yeah. On new music. Yeah. Yeah. And it just it just felt like it was it was just Force. eerie. I didn't like the I didn't like the feel, the vibe on that one. Um, yeah, you gotta listen to Mona Lisa. That's the one you should have listened to. Well, I was trying to listen from the top to the to the beginning, but I just wasn't feeling it for real. So I was like, I need to revisit this a little bit later. Yeah, Mona Lisa is amazing. I believe that track is five, six years old because a part of it had leaked a, a while ago. It mm-hmm. just, but Lil Wayne hasn't sounded that crisp in a long time, and. He had moments also where I think I can't remember the name of the song where he's talking about how all these little rappers out here pretty much are jocking his style, which is true. Yeah, yeah. you're talking about like the the pumps and the yeah, the peeps, the, the zans and the like. They all are wanna be Wayne's. Every that's like the SoundCloud rapper uh, prototype. You got tats in your face. You got Colorful some, dreads. Yeah, you got some goofy shit going on. You got loud colors and everything. Yeah. The but grill. You, yeah, but you can't rap like Lil Wayne. Hell no. I, I'm tough on him sometimes because he did. He was putting out some bullshit. 
But after this album, I'm glad that he's back. And also, it's another part that I did want to talk about. What's the name of the last track? Um, It'll work. Let it all work out. Let it all work out. That track literally had me in tears. (laughs) Really, no. Because he's talking about like, you know, in the beginning, he's talking about like pretty much how dope his life is and some of the cool shit that happened. The last verse, he talks about, all right, you know the story about when he was a kid and he was in the mirror and he he was playing with a gun and he accidentally shot himself. Mm -hmm. Come to find out that wasn't an accident. He was trying to kill himself. Hmm. So... He describes how he picks the gun up and he wanted to kill himself and everything. And he talks about him laying on the floor, like, and God gave him a second chance and he made it all all work out. What was them damn documentaries that they used to do on, like, R&B and and rap? Behind the music? Yeah. Yeah. Like, remember, yeah, they were talking about like he was saying the story that he was in the mirror and he was playing uh, what's the name of it he was playing the Robert De Niro part of you talking to me you talking like that's what he always said mm. come to find out he tried to kill himself when he was 12 years old that's crazy and then I started thinking I was like yo what kind of shit was he going through at 12 he's been famous since he was 11 yeah ooh like he literally grew up before us he needs therapy I think he's gotten it I think that's why he's in a better place but it was it was weird because I remember that I don't know if I've ever said this one here I don't told you but where like when I turned like 25 or something I remember thinking like when I was like 15 I wanted to die mm-hmm. and it was like weird to think about that I never would have gotten to that age if I had done it so to hear him reflect on it when he's 36 years old mm-hmm. and it came out on his birthday which is even more sentimental wait is he older than Toya she's older than him oh I think she's a year or two older than him he was born 1981, so he's 37. How old is Regina? 18, 19, 20? I think she's 20. No, she's older than that. She got it because I thought that they had her when she, they were like bait, like when 14, was, 15. When Lil Wayne was like 16, yeah. I think Regina is like 21, 22. I don't think she's 21 yet. She She might be 20. She might be 20. But yeah, just to think about, like, he's got all these millions He's literally changed culture and all this shit. And he really could have died at 12 years old. And now it all worked out. Like, this shit is crazy. Why does fame fuck people up? Mentally. I think you have to... I don't know if it's... I don't know if it's fame in itself, but I think it's some of the trappings that come with fame. Like what? The access to whatever... Mm-hmm. And it's all these people who are making money off of you. 
So they want a piece of you and they want to make sure you do stuff for them instead of all this. And I think it's a recipe for disaster. Mm -hmm. Especially at a young age. Right. Like, shit, he was, he was like 17 when the Hot Boys second album came out. I think it was like 15 when the first one. He was on BG tracks at like 12, 13. That is just ridiculous. Yeah. Like, that nigga came up with Bling Bling when he was, what, 16, 17 years old? Yeah. Just thinking about the, him, though, and then, like, Bow Wow when he was little. Right. That's why the nigga is in distress right now. But child actors also go through a similar thing. It's oh, something yeah. about... Like, I was watching this documentary on Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore was snorting coke at 12 years old. She was doing a lot of wild shit really like she, early in life. She went to rehab the first time at 13. Like, she was getting shit-faced drunk in clubs. And I'm just thinking, who the fuck thinks it's proper? For a 13-year-old. And then, plus, she had developed early, too. It ain't no telling how deep and dark yeah. her life would have been. I mean, it was. But it's it's just something about that. But... I did think it was awesome that Lil Wayne talked about it and admitted something as uh, personal as that because it's tons of little black kids that experience that too. Mm-hmm. And before, it was always like, oh, that's a white person thing. Yeah. Like, no, that's a person it's thing. It's real for everybody. Yeah. Right. We all go through things. So, I'm glad Mr. Carter's back. Also, the Upward Challenge is very entertaining right now. I haven't even. Was it on Instagram? People have been doing it on Twitter. Man, you really did take a vacation. Hell yeah. (laughs) A vacation from ourselves. I needed that shit. I feel you. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, Mr. Carter's back. That's what's up. I'm going to finish listening here soon. So uh, now let's have a story from Kim. Okay, we were, um, it wasn't downtown, we were just out on like one of the strips in San Diego there's a thousand of them on every single like beach there's some shit going on so we were sitting out we were at this little um it's like an arcade bar so kind of like pints and pixels but a little bit more like David Buster's I guess yes and no it was it was more so just like a whole bunch of like um like art just arcade games like strictly arcade games and then i think there was like a pool table it wasn't like any super you know the gigantic interactive like connect it wasn't any of that just strictly arcade shit anyway we went there me and whitney went there um and we were sitting out on the bar and or on the patio and um there was this man who walked up And he just started like mouthing something to me. And I was like, what? Like, it looked like he was saying, I love you. Like, you know how we used to do in middle school or we would say like alligator food. 
but you know it looked like I love you so he was doing that and I was like hmm. what is going on so I just kept looking at him I was like I was like what are you saying so he came closer to me and he was like are you having fun and I was like <laughs> I was like yeah I'm good you all right he was like yeah I'm good so he started talking to me um I forgot what he said but he like reached his hand out first of all disclaimer he seemed like he was mental like and I'm not just exaggerating like he seemed like there was some mental issues going on like some of his teeth were missing the way that he was talking um his 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 body language and his his it was just a lot of shit that was like something ain't right so after he leaned in and like asked me if I was having fun he was trying to like shake my hand or trying to get me to like give him my hand or whatever and I just was like I'm you know I'm good and so he tried to do the same thing to Whitney and she was just looking at him like nigga the fuck <laughs> make you think that I'm finna shake your hand if she didn't shake your hand so <laughs> then he got upset and he was like he was like see this why the fuck I date white women and me and Whitney were sitting there like nigga like <laughs> First of all, ain't nobody checking for your, your ass over here. We don't care who the fuck you date. So I was just sitting there like, okay, wow. He was like, yeah, because y'all, y'all black women now, y'all, y'all act so bougie. Like, what, what you so bougie for? And I was like, I spoke to you. I just mm-hmm. didn't want to touch you. <laughs> I don't know you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he went on this whole entire rant. And um, I guess he was going to come into the bar and show us. So he got in line and tried to get into the bar. But the the bouncers saw like what was going on before they even let him in. So they had a whole little little mini scuffle to get him to go away. Um, but I was just like, why do why why do black men? Why is that their first like retort when they are not a hundred percent welcomed? by a black woman like what what would be your response if we were white women you wouldn't be like see this is why i only date black bitch like you wouldn't do that <laughs> why is that like is that supposed to hurt our feelings i mean i guess so because yeah. there there are a lot of black women who don't like that shit but right. he probably did it just because of that though. yeah he felt like that was gonna get us upset yeah. Like he was embarrassed, he wanted to embarrass y'all or make y'all feel some type of way. Just like little do you know, like I date white men. Uh, <laughs> you you do whatever the fuck you want to do. Like me too, nigga. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Like that shit don't work on me. <laughs> so. Um. But yeah, I was just like. <laughs> but that's that happens to sane black men too like they like to do that shit oh yeah but it's just like the whole like hey what's up what's up girl well fuck you bitch anyway yeah it's that shit yeah but i've i've had that happen to me so many times see this is why we black us black men can't even can't even approach y'all black women no more because y'all don't want to show us no love and blah 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 and we try to treat y'all like queens and y'all don't want i'm just like it's the ultimate level of I'm giving you a little bit of attention. Bitch, why aren't you uh, reciprocating? Like, it's the ultimate sign of, like, 
you really don't care about people. Mm-mm. But hey. <laughs> yeah, that so that was that. So yeah, you straight should be like, nigga me too. <laughs> I was called bougie for the fifty thousand seven hundred thirty second time in my life. Can we not admit that you do give off this aura of bougie? I was the one that was speaking to his ass. Whitney was sitting there smoking her cigarette, not giving a damn. So, so Whitney was bougie. No, I'm just <laughs> I don't think I give off a bougie. How? What is? It? I don't understand. Like I'm. If you speak to me, I'll speak to you as long as you're not being disrespectful. You know, like in that Rick James episode of uh, Charlie Oh Chappelle show, Charlie Murphy is like, I don't know what it is. It's just his aura. It's orange. Like that's your aura. I'm like just bougie. You just. <laughs> Maybe it's also because you give off the vibe of nigga, I ain't trying to check for you. I mean, it's true, but I mean. But it wasn't because he was black. It was just because he was him. <laughs> See, now you sound booted out of the Because he looked like a crazy ass creep off the street. I mean, he was. So. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think that's. From a, a hurt place, hurt people hurt people. <laughs> this, <laughs> <laughs> this is true. That is that is a scientific fact. Definitely. But uh, next time somebody say that to me, I'm gonna be like, "Who hurt you, boo boo? <laughs> Who hurt you, baby? It's okay. <laughs> come here, give me, come here, just lay your head." No. No. <laughs> no, can't do that either. <laughs> no. Then they'll never leave. That'll open up a whole new can. <laughs> the worst can. Um, why you didn't go on a trip with your brother this weekend? Uh, I didn't ask to be off in time. I wish I had. Cause I feel really bad too that I didn't go. It's Lex's bachelor party. Yeah, he was sending me all the snaps. Yeah, it looked fun. And. So, like I really just didn't have the money right now. Like I probably could have went, but I would have. It's best for me. All right, I gotta save, come back up. Yeah, <laughs> me too. After this trip, right? <laughs> and I knew if I went to New Orleans, I was gonna blow all the little money I had saved up. Plus, but, it's humid as hell. So. Yeah, and then I also would have. Like the only bad thing about like trips like that is you're taking golf, and you're also losing money from that even before you spend money what do you mean like you're losing money from taking off oh yes yes <laughs> now if i could go back i would have taken a vacation this past week and just gone and started back working today but no and plus i know in november we're going to nashville turn up turn up turn up um, but yeah, I definitely wish I had went, especially because it's, it's, it's not many of us left <laughs> as far as uh unmarried, so that's gonna be one of the last bachelor parties. This is true, this is very, very true. Oh, another thing about San Diego I noticed is I don't feel like there was enough black people, or at least there's not enough black people that get out because the white people were like responding to us being out was just like like it, like they were shocked i think it's gentrification probably people can't afford to live there for real Pro- but the thing about it was was even the black people were 
weird to like I was um we were out on Friday night and um we had just got done eating and we were just gonna like go see what else was on the strip we ended up going to like this really cool cigar place um got a cigar and we were just chilling out on the patio and while we were walking some dude looked at me and he goes what's up light skin and he was black like probably same skin tone as me or darker i was like um he was like yeah you you light skin i was like i'm not light skin he was like yeah you are we the same color and i was like you not light skin <laughs> like <laughs> what that just really shook me for a black man to approach me like that i was like what's up light skin I was like, y'all don't see black people often, do y'all? That that might also be the other thing. You gotta remember, we live in the South. This is where black people live. Black yeah. people live in the South. It was just crazy. And then while we were sitting out on the patio smoking a cigar, I want to say like three dudes approached us. Like one like older white dude was like, y'all some black queens. I just want to. I was like, oh hold up, God. professor. <laughs> Whoa. Um, I don't know. It was just it was just hey, really weird. You gotta use what you got to get what you want. <laughs> it was Play just club. real weird. And then um Man, don't act like you would date one of these old white dudes. I didn't say that. <laughs> just saying the the amount at which the the, the rate at which it was happening the thirst was just a lot. <laughs> and then Saturday was it Saturday? Yeah, Saturday. I wore my favorite yellow dress and everyone was like, oh my God, this color. And I was like, y'all act like y'all niggas ain't never seen yellow. Like everybody was, I don't know. It was just. A lot of people don't know the magic of a darker skin and yellow. Oh yeah, now black women in yellow is pretty powerful. Yeah. But you know, it might be the whole thing that it's not a lot of. Probably not a lot of black people over there. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. It's just overwhelming but to also, get. Also, everything I've ever seen about California is how segregated California is. Hmm. I, 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 I could never see that with it being so close to Mexico. But it's along economic lines as well as racial lines, too. Yeah. That, that mixture of it makes it to where... I need to read up on the history about California. You know about it and why like all of the cities are like Hispanic influence names. Because it used to be Mexico. So they just decided to leave all of them. That just doesn't feel very American <laughs> for them to just leave shit how it was instead of trying to make it in its own news. It was Mexico until like like mid 1800s. Mm. So it was like these cities had been there for like hundreds of years by that point. It just surprises me still though that no one San Diego would decide to like change the names of any because literally all the names are Hispanic. Yeah. And yeah. Jesse was saying that they're actually like it's so California is so big they're thinking about splitting it up into three states. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Northern California <clears throat> I think a little bit more conservative than like Southern California or stuff. Mm. I mean, it's three very distinct parts of California. Because mm-hmm. that lower southern part is damn near Mexico. 
Yeah, yes, especially where like San Diego is literally right in El Segundo, right on the border. <laughs> I only remember El Segundo from uh, Sanford and Son. Go to El Segundo, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's pretty much just that. Um, and then also the Great Migration, people left Mississippi, Louisiana, and went out west. Mm-hmm. And because I think Compton was a majority white city until like the sixties. Now it's becoming a white city again. Is it? They gentrifying Compton? Yeah, because LA, Bompton. <laughs> Bompton. Just bullying. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm still mad you wouldn't let me say about Barble that time. I'm gonna keep this shit in. <laughs> if you get that joke. Hit me up in the DMs, Mount Barmel. Oh, God. Why is it so hard for guys to take a hint and or read social cues? By our friend Casey. Hmm. Um. I guess I'll answer that. <laughs> Why is it hard for guys to take hints or social cues? I think it's because guys are only thinking about themselves. Yeah. Well, I mean, also, guys are very socially awkward. In a way that I don't believe that women really are. Or maybe y'all are more focused on how y'all will be perceived. Whereas guys don't really, for the most part, care about that. Depends. I don't think that's true. Because I think guys care a lot about how they're perceived. Yeah, but also at the same time, we justify our bullshit. Like, oh, there's something wrong with her. Hmm. I think it's a mixture. Okay. Um. I don't really know, to be honest. <laughs> that was a good question, because I'm really. I have no idea. Either what we just said, or just like lack of intelligence. <laughs> Amen. You just don't really know what's going on unless somebody spells it out for you. This is possible. Um, another question we have from Mr. Cody Flocka. What was your favorite memory at Shaboom's? Kim, yours too. You go first. I gotta think about it for a second. Um, probably that one Hawaiian New Year's party. That shit got intense. Yeah, your I remember your brother being fucked <laughs> up. <laughs> like, whoa. He was trash. Like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> That nigga was on another <laughs> level. I don't think I've ever seen him as drunk as he was that night. 
crazy. Yeah, um, yeah, we, I brought two of my homegirls that night, and I want to say we pretty much just got fucked up on champagne, and that hangover was a bitch the next morning. Yes, champagne hangovers are fucking terrible. <sighs> Ugh, that hangover was terrible. I think I was hungover all damn day. Like, that, that, um... That fucking New Year's was crazy. Because that was like where all our work... It was like the infinity war of like our social group. Yeah. Because it was the Oakwood like segment like with Kara and her friends. Oh. And like... You know she's engaged? Really? I didn't know. I haven't seen her in so long. I saw her about a month ago. Is the guy from here also? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's um... Probably somebody you know. I don't know his name, but yeah, I haven't seen Karen in a long time. Last time I saw her actually was at Foo Bar, and I think this is when Chance was alive. So it's been three seven years. I see her randomly here and there. I don't go nowhere either. So yeah, yeah, but good for her. Um, UAH people also. Uh, they know. Crowd the state like Frank was there. Mm. One day we might tell another story about Frank Carmen. No, the, the well, yeah, Frank was there. That Frank was there too. It's another Frank. Frank that she met at uh, what's his name? Frank at Chance's thing this past year. Frank. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. But yeah, Frank and uh, Austin were there. Uh, R.I.P. Yep. R.I.P. Yep. Uh, who else? Stan dropped by. <laughs> I don't remember that. We got pictures to prove. That shit is wild, man. That whole, that was a wild Shaboom. What's my favorite Shaboom night? Oh, also, if you don't know, Shaboom's was uh, Chance's house. AKA a speakeasy. Because <laughs> we were all way too young to be getting that fucked up. Yeah, we we had to be like freshly 22, 23. Yeah. I think Chance got the house when he was 19. And we partied our asses off. What's my favorite Shaboom's night? That's a, that's a good one. But. I'm trying to think if anything can top that. Because that shit was crazy. That's probably my most epic Shaboom's night. Like, I also like the laid back, like, Shaboom. No, I know what my favorite fucking Shaboom's day was. Oh, shit, yeah. Good old Shaboom's. It was just dope, pal. Like, people just used to fall through. Just, I know. Like, you never do. It was just always like a reunion over there. Like, you'll go in and be like, oh, shit, dude, I ain't seen you in years, man. What's up? Mm-hmm. But it's still just surreal when you look back at the pictures and you see pictures, like, with Austin and you see pictures with, like, Chance. You're just like, damn, these niggas ain't here no more. But you remember all the dope shit that was around me. Like, yo, that was a fucking mood. <laughs> Hell, yeah. That whole era could have been a movie. It might be one one day. It should, <laughs> should. Like, cause that was just a 
the coolest thing was, like, you know, like, you have, like, a cool environment where people would come over for, like, one time, and then they'd be, like, just regulars after that. Yeah. They're like, yo, this shit is cool as fuck. And it, it was never really no drama. If it was drama, it was something to do with Chance and one of the girls he was fucking. <laughs> that that yeah. was all, literally it. Chance was the only one that caused drama. What's your favorite alcoholic beverage? My favorite beer is Titan IPA. My favorite alcohol, like liquor or liquor, is Grand Marnier. Mm. Grand Marnier and uh, cranberry. Oh, I don't think I've ever had Grand Marnier with cranberry. It kind of. That's like my Christmas. I mean, that's like my. I usually start drinking it on Thanksgiving and it carries over to that's like my winter. So to say it feels very like old fashioned y the flavors that would come out. I mean it's all it's Because Grand Marn is like orange. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. Um but my go to is Jack. Jack and Coke. Sounds like a basic bitch drink. <laughs> You went from real bougie to basic bitch. <laughs> we can't always be bougie. You gotta be bougie on a budget every now and then. What's your favorite food other than Caribbean? Hot wings. Hell yeah. I fuck with some hot wings. I am a hot wing connoisseur. I think that's like one of my main weaknesses. Other than um, seafood. What kind of seafood? Cajun. Or oh, yeah, you... your people from down that way. I yeah. forgot that. Yeah. All the seafoods. <laughs> Shrimp, scallop, crab, lobster. Lobster? Ooh. Crawfish. Ooh, All love, of that. You know, I love crawfish. Me too. I haven't had any this year. I had some when they were in season, I guess, in February. Hmm. They were so good. Mm, mm, mm. I felt like such a fucking loser. <laughs> like, cause I straight like I go everywhere alone. So I was just sitting at uh, Tim's Cajun Kitchen with a three pound platter of crawfish, Ooh. just going in. And then people were coming in with their significant others, and they just see this fat dude over in the corner eating crawfish Craw- alone. <laughs> They're probably like that young man is living his best life. Living my best life. Um, Sam and Greg's has like a pizza slice that has shrimp and crawfish on it. So good. I've never eaten there yet. Oh my god. Um, what is your favorite alcohol? Um, Jameson for whiskey. Bougie. Um, pretty much any tequila. Tequila's of the devil, always. I can have it in a drink, but if I shoot tequila, 
I might go to jail that night. <laughs> I love tequila. We went to this cool ass little restaurant at the mall. The mall at Fashion Valley in San Diego. Mm. <laughs> they had this like um it looked like like strictly like a tequila bar. But of course they had like a mix of like vodka and um tangeray and stuff, but when I tell you the food and the margaritas were lit. Where do you fall on the Hennessy spectrum? <clears throat> oh. Mm. I don't, I mean, it's never my first choice for anything. Mm. Um, I told Lex at his wedding, we're going to drink Hennessy. I feel like it's okay <laughs> if you mix it right, but Hennessy is not something to be taken on the rocks and it's not something and coke is pretty fucking good it's not something to shoot Mm-mm. um when i went to voodoo that one weekend where i said i got super fucked up super fast with quitney is because somebody brought me a hennessy shot on top of all the other shit that i had been drinking and i feel like that really killed me because <laughs> i had to school that nigga i was like first of all <laughs> Don't ever come in no establishment ordering shot of Hennessy, but especially don't do it in rounds. Don't be putting this shit on other people either, sir. Don't he was like, "What well, evil on me, Ricky Bobby?" He was like, "What? Like I, I like cognac. I'm like, well, things that you like, you sip on, and what? ain't nobody just sipping on what uncultured niggas drinking <laughs> cognac." Out of a shot glass. Uh, what ain't nobody just sipping on Hennessy like that? Like I don't know. You ain't never sipped on no good hen. I feel like Hennessy should be done with like a cigar. Yeah, like most cognac. Yeah. And that's it. Cognacs and brandy. And scotch. Yeah. I I don't, I don't know how I feel about. It. I mean, uh, Chance used to be having me on that scotch shit. I could drink it, but it's. It ain't my first choice. What is that? Cutty Shark? <laughs> <laughs> it's not my first choice either, but it's good with a good cigar. But I'm bougie because I like Grand Marnier. <laughs> <laughs> so it's good with a good cigar. Mm. Um, Yeah, Hennessy is... Mm. That is our drink of our people. I don't know why it is. I don't either. Like, right. Who made Hennessy popular? Yo, at my granddaddy's funeral, uh, me and my brother and Mia, we all got a bottle of Hennessy. So we sharing this shit. Mind you, our grandfather just died. My uncles and shit wanted to start drinking our Hennessy. No, nigga, you didn't put it on this shit. And then they found out. They were like, yeah, y'all can get our Hennessy too. No, I want my Hennessy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Somebody made that popular because all of a sudden it just... I mean, it wasn't old. It was always the yak. Yeah. Think about how many times Tupac rhymed Hennessy. Yeah, but it's, it just it it had its own wave like a couple years ago that just everybody swore that like all you saw on Instagram was anything is possible photos. Like it's because anything is possible. <laughs> it just it it took the world by storm. Hey Amen. It's our drink. Crown Roll is my family drink. Oh, now Crown is different. Canadian whiskey. 
Crown is actually delicious. I haven't had it in so long. They used to be my shit. A Washington apple was my drink of choice for a long time. And then they started making crown apple, which just made it easier. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. What else are my, some of my... <laughs> what was your go-to cheap liquor? <laughs> in college, aristocrat. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, I was already bougie. I couldn't drink Arista shit. That's, I mean, that's what everybody oh was God. buying. It was either that or Everclear. Nigga, why were we drinking Everclear? Because we were all we were trying to do was get fucked up. At Chance's fucking uh, New Year's, we were drinking Everclear. We had Hunch Punch. Oh, yeah, no, nah, I wasn't doing none of that. Oh, yeah. Like, at first, we were going to sell it by the cup, and then <laughs> we just got drunk. And then, like, well, shit, just... niggas, y'all was already charging to get in that bitch. Were we? Yeah, I think you had to have like five. Oh no, y'all niggas got hustled. I want to say it was like you have to wear a Hawaiian shirt or else pay five dollars. Who told you that? I can't remember, but they, I they I feel got, like that was a thing. You got hustled. <laughs> that was not part of the official party planning committee. I feel like that was a thing. We made the mistake of start drinking like at four o'clock that day. Yeah, and we were shit faced by like eight. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, but aristocrat. Yeah. My go-to. That was when I was drinking vodka, and that's probably why I will never drink vodka again. Yeah, I can't drink vodka. Ours used to be Captain Morgan. Captain Morgan was good. A Captain and Coke. That was Bacardi. our party. We always stuck with like brown Malibu. I'll still drink Malibu. Um, like that's my summer drink. Southern Comfort. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'll never drink Southern Comfort another day in my life. I got blackout drunk. Matt put me on to Southern Comfort when we were seventeen. I got drunk at Auburn for the LSU game and I blacked the fuck out. And I, I think I, I died. For second like i'm not even bullshitting i think i legitimately almost died for a second oh shit and then i woke up and we went to sky bar wow <laughs> it must have been it must have been a day game <laughs> it was i think y'all played lsu yeah you said that when what, cam was there what time was it it was a day game yeah it had to be like a two o'clock yeah because we were drinking we were playing drinking games in logan square logan square Oh, yeah. yeah. And then things got a little out of hand. I don't even remember how I got back in Colton's room, mm-hmm. but I was like blackout drunk. Um, yeah, I'll never drink Southern Comfort again. I'll never drink Jaeger. Ugh, God no. Jaeger and Fireball and any kind of vodka are my alcohol don'ts ever again in life. Somebody can buy me some with Fireball in it, and I will hand it to somebody else. It just tastes like bad decisions. Yeah. Go to cheap beer. <clears throat> wow. In college, it was PBR. You're such a hipster. I know. Um, <laughs> now, oh. I don't think I really do like cheap, cheap beer. If I do beer, it's probably going to be a six pack and it's either going to be, I like Stella. Um, Mm, Bougie. I like Stella. I like 
Sam Adams. Uh, my go-to domestic cheap beer would be um. It's been so long. Not just like. Um, my go-to cheap beer, I guess, is Miller Lite. Mm. Um, my the go-to champagne beer, of beers, bruh. Um, no, that's Miller. Uh, what's it called? High, High Life. Life. We oh, used yeah. to drink that shit in college. Yeah, Me and Chan- I got. I put like we went up. We went to some family thing, and one of my cousins we were drinking. Yeah, that's all he had. So we were drinking. And me and my brother were like this shit ain't bad. <laughs> so I saw that price, and then I put chance in that shit. We drank Miller High Life for all that whole summer. Yeah, I think that was a mood for everybody for a while. That and um, Coors Light. Um, when I was real young and dumb, I used to drink Steel Reserve. Oh, I did too. The two elevens. Mm-hmm. Ooh, nigga. Mm. One tall boy would get me where I need to be. <laughs> that shit was what, and then like I be forgetting that they still sell that shit. Like I'll go to like some hood, uh, like corner store and be like, yo, these niggas selling steel reserves. Ooh, them two elevens. Lord have mercy. That sounds like a fucking headache. Yeah, it does. I drank a four loco a couple weeks ago for the culture. Um. That shit was wild as fuck. I bet it was. What flavor did you get? Uh, fruit punch. Mm. The worst flavor of all time was grape. Tasted like diamond tap. I used to <laughs> hate. <laughs> Brought to you by your sponsor, Diamond Tap. <laughs> <laughs> it was gross. Um, wow, four loco days. Were you ever on the Mad Dog Twenty Twenty? Yep, been there, done that. Orange Jubilee. Been there, done that. Mad Dog came in all kind of flavors, though, didn't it? Yeah. But that Orange Jubilee was hit. I don't even remember. I don't know if I ever had orange. I pretty much had... I've had the blue, the green, the red. One time we took a night trip to Auburn, and we thought it was a good idea for us all to get our own tall Mad Dog 2020 Orange Jubilee. And then we ran out of that by the time we got to Warrior. And then we discovered that Warrior is a dry county. Mm. So we had to wait till we got to Birmingham. Yeah, and then we got more. We got, I think, two 11s and what's that thing? It's not Four Loco. It was an energy drink with alcohol in it before Four Loco. What's the name? Mm-hmm. Spark. That's it. I don't remember that. We got one of them. And then chances fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> What's that um my roommate used to get fucked up off of a uh, wild Irish rose. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> Your roommate was a crackhead. <laughs> no, he was a real deal drunk. Like for real. For real, for real, for real. Like he he was the one that was like football season especially was getting drunk on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And probably honestly during the weekday too, he was drinking like He was drinking wild Irish rose. Mm-hmm. Cause he was Poe. Why is somebody from California calling 
Let's see what happens. <laughs> this go backfire. <laughs> Hello. This is not a solicitation call. There is currently a motion being filed to suspend all tax returns bearing your name and. What? What the fuck? The disclaimer gave it away. <laughs> this is not. It sounds like a scam. <laughs> Hell yeah, it does. Please give us all of your information so that we can. <laughs> Nigga, I'm not under age of sixty. What? I mean, I'm, I'm not over the age of sixty. Right. Um, that nigga was drinking wild Irish rose. Mm-hmm. Boone's Farm, another uh, terrible drink. Boone's Farm have been there and done that. The buzz balls. You ever had one of them? Mm-hmm. Ugh. Disgusting. Yeah. Um, there was a time when <laughs> when I was just drinking like Paul Masson. Bruh, me too. I, and, was, uh, I was trying to think of a way to say it without, like, I didn't know <laughs> if you were on the same wave as me. <laughs> But yo, I was definitely drinking Paul Masson my entire senior oh, year. Oh my god! Like, yeah, I have a little Paul Masson. Right. What else? Um, e and Paul Masson, E and J. First time I had E and J was my freshman year at Graham, and I drank that shit. And I was like, ooh, woo, child, ghetto. E and J. Um. Yeah, I had a Paul moment in my life. Cause Paul, like Paul Vassal, for some reason, people thought that shit was like classier than what yeah, it was. They did. Like, oh, you, you a Paul Vassal nigga? Huh? Gonna get a bottle of Paul. We got that peach Paul. <laughs> when one of my cousins came up here, we were drinking. She had the apple Paul. I didn't know Paul made apple. I didn't either. That's some bougie shit. But we drank that with apple juice. On some this hood shit, you gotta do hood shit with your cousin. Yeah, that's like only natural. Yeah, that's who I drank Boone's Farm with. <laughs> My cousins. Everybody needs country cousins. What else? Everybody had that like an Amsterdam phase yeah. a little while ago, which I still couldn't get on because it's vodka and I just wasn't doing it. But I was drinking their um <clears throat> their gin. I was drinking New Amsterdam gin. Oh, they have gin too, money? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Didn't That's what that. I was drinking. Because that was also when I was going through a Tangeray phase. And then I started spending too much money on Tangeray. So I was drinking Amsterdam. <laughs> I think uh, Terrell put me on Tangeray first. Back when we was living down the street from each other. Oh my God. How was that? Shit, I used to go kick it with him all the damn time. We would just struggle together. <laughs> yeah. College. Mm. I love college. So, thank you guys for tuning in today to Suburban Pod. If you would like to follow me on Twitter, you can find me at Kirby Brown Girl. And you can find me at a kid named Juice. Some of our music today was provided by our good friend, Corey Battle. You can follow him on SoundCloud at DJC Battle. New episodes available every Thursday.